you have the ability to, to, to get in the game and to participate, you naturally stop coaching. So like if I could get in the game, like when they're down, like who wouldn't put me in at quarterback? Like I can hit the receivers. I can pick the 14 year old kids apart, you know? So like when the chips were down as a coach, if I could get in the game, I would want to do that to make it succeed. And like, I think so oftentimes for me, that expresses itself in the organizations that I'm a part of. Hey everybody, welcome back to Community and Purpose Podcast. Every other Thursday, we put out a new episode talking about the intersection of community and purpose. And our hope and our desire is, is that you would be pursuing greater community and deeper purpose in your life. And so um, we have uh, been pursuing this when in our life for years. And uh, I can remember hearing this for the very first time, uh, probably five or six years ago, um, and really put words to what I felt like the life we were trying to create was all about. And it really simplified it down to doing life with meaning and purpose, doing something that matters with people that matter, doing things that matter with people that you care about and love and experience. And so um, each and every time we gather together, we always want to be sharing things that uh, are going on in our lives, things that we're learning, things that are part of our journey as we continue to try and do things that matter with people that matter to us. Yeah. And I uh, want to encourage you to do the do the same. And so um, our, our hope is that you would um, find value here. And if you do find value, we'd be honored if you would share the things that you learn here. And so we would love to be able to uh, share what God's teaching us, what life is teaching us with as many people as possible. And so if there's something that you find valuable, if you'd be willing to share it, um, if you'd subscribe to this, um, we'd encourage you to to go and check it out and share it with a friend that maybe could um, use one of these episodes. And uh, But we're, we're excited to be back with you. It's kind of crazy to think um, it was about this time last year that we kicked off this whole crazy thing called uh, the Community and Purpose Podcast. And so pretty wild. Yeah, we haven't missed a week. And so um, we haven't missed a, a time when we're supposed to be scheduled. We've done some bonus episodes and um, it's been a it's been a great journey. We've uh, we've loved doing it. And we're looking forward to continuing yeah. on uh, doing it going forward. And so today we're going to talk a little bit more of a, an exciting, I don't know, maybe not so exciting, <laughs> depending on maybe who Maybe depends on who you ask. Definitely <laughs> depends on who you ask on what uh, on some things that are going on um, in our world and our parenting life and whatever. So Callie, go ahead and kick us off with uh, this week's episode kickoff. Yeah. Well, hey guys, um, something fun that's been going on this, in this season of our life, I guess you could say is our boys are playing flag football. Um, because, well, I won't let them play top of football, but so flag football is their option. Um, and they've been placed on this team and it was August and their, you know, practices are supposed to start and there was no coach, no coach, no coach, no coach. Nobody wanted to volunteer. It kept sending, they kept sending out emails like, well, we still don't have a coach. So you can't, you know, can't practice until you have a coach, game start. And so I kept asking you, like, you sure you don't want a coach? Like if you coach, you get to pick the times the practices are and where they're located, which is like a big deal in a busy, scheduled family, you know. Well, at least I thought it was. Yeah. But maybe not. You thought it was very important. <laughs> maybe not. That was a, that was a big selling point <laughs> to Austin coaching. Um, but so finally, I don't know what made you change your mind, but you did agree. Yeah. So you are the head coach. Yeah. Of the 15U Loons yeah. football team. Go Loons. Yeah. 
Let's just start there. <laughs> Let's. Who's naming the teams? <laughs> like, I don't know. You guys can do a little Google search on your own. Loons. Yeah. yeah. The legs on a loon are so far back on their body that they have they have trouble walking on land. Yeah. That like that's literally how loons work. Like yeah. they tip over forward. They're so clumsy because their feet are so far backwards, which makes them great swimmers. Right. But I don't know if you know this, but you don't play football in the water. Yeah, it would be a great like polo team. Like water polo team would be great loons. I wonder if it's more like you know, like the mighty ducks kind of thing. Like maybe you need to like develop your own version of like the flying bee, you know? Yeah. We we're not gonna do that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Just an idea. The flying like loons don't fly well, here's the other thing. Okay. Loons <laughs> I don't know why I know so much about loons, but I knew this kind of stuff before. But, like, loons are not, like, ducks. Like, they're not, like, geese. That's the other crazy thing is, like, the flying V. Ducks don't fly in a V. Geese fly in a V. So we're not even going to get into that whole problem. But loons yeah. are, like, they're not pack animals. They literally live by themselves. They don't have other people. They don't live in groups. Like the ultimate they don't, introvert, you might say. Yeah. And so, like, it's a well, team sport. And the mascot for our team is a animal that can't walk on land very well and doesn't use any other people, any other loons. I mean, mistakes were made, not by us, but by the people who created this, this name. Yeah, so I'm glad we got this out of the way. You're Ooh, welcome. I feel like you've had that on your chest for a Yeah, minute, wow, so. fine. Thanks for listening to all of that. But yes, I am the Tuesday before um, our first game. Yeah. Um, I agreed to be the head coach of the loons, 15 new loons. Yeah. And... We scheduled first practice for that Thursday. Everybody's like, green light. Yep, see you there, coach. Yep, coach. That's another weird thing. Now all of a sudden, I'm coach. It's a new thing that, like, people call me now. It's just strange. I don't – I've never answered to that. I've never been in athletics. So here's the other thing is I'm saying, like, I think they'd probably be better off without a coach because I have never taken a single organized snap in football. I've never – been on the sidelines in football. I've never played football. I never have coached football. I like watch football and that's about it. But like, as far as like designing a play or like calling a play or trying to figure out how to like get the team to know what position they're going to play, no idea whatsoever. So first practice Thursday night comes and only my boys and the other kid that we picked up at our school show up. So there's three of us at practice number one. So I'm already feeling like this is awesome, like so great. Like this Not is really. Not to mention that the participants that were there were a bit sassy to the coach. They were, yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing is that's actually kind of a benefit. It's like when my kids get sassy when I'm the coach, when I'm not just their dad, I just make them run. It's yeah. great. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe I'm going to implement that at home too. I told, like, on the sidelines, I'm obviously sitting there watching all the games, and our kids just, like, say, hey, Dad, Dad, can I go in? I'm like, he is not your dad. He's the coach. You mm-hmm. call him coach. That's right. So I get to I get, I get my kids to run a little bit. They get to run a little extra extra laps. Yeah. Um, run your mouth, run laps. That's good. That's right. If you, if you run your mouth, you run. Love it. That's how it goes. Yeah, so we've, uh, we've been coaching, and uh, it's yeah. been... What's that been like? Uh, it's ridiculously stressful. Really? Like, yes. So, like, I, because it's interesting to be in a coaching setting, because, like, I mean, this is probably understood by everybody, but, like, the coach doesn't play. <laughs> yes. Like, and I think there's something, like, deep-seated in that, like, idea of, like, it's such a weird place to be that, like, I am orchestrating the entire game. I'm calling all the plays. I'm, like, 
calling the defense. I'm positioning every player on the field. Yes. And if they win or lose, it has a lot to do with like how I drew up the game, which again, I have no idea how to draw up a game. Right. And so like the wins and losses is like sort of my fault, but also like I can't play. Like yeah. I, I don't get to add anything like they have to do it all. Yeah. And so, which has been fun. And like for me, like I want them to win. Because I want them to, like, everybody wants them to succeed. Right. And, like, I don't feel like when we lose, I don't feel like, oh, Austin, you're such an idiot. Like, you screwed that up. But, like, feeling like trying to learn, like, how to process that and walk through that and help them go along. It's been really fun. Um, for sure, as the games have gone along, the weeks have gone along, it's gotten a lot more fun, like, knowing the, like, knowing the players. And, you know, they now, like, the first couple weeks, it felt like I was, I had, like, five assistant coaches that were in the huddle with me that were trying to suggest stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, guys, I'll call the place. Yeah. Like I have thought about this and I might not be the greatest in the world, but like I have thought about it and there is a plan. So like, I just need, like, we don't have time to do this right. in the huddle. Play, do the play. I say. Yeah. So now they just come back and they just remind me who was wide open and who wasn't wide open. <laughs> so every incomplete pass, I hear about all the players that were wide open. <laughs> I know. I was wide open. I was wide open on that one. I'm like, you and three other people, and the quarterback can only throw it to one of you, so I don't need to hear about it. So Yeah, I know. Our oldest has, I know he has given you some reminders, you know, yeah. like, hey, Dad, hey, Dad, like, I don't know if, like, you should do this, you should do this. Like, he thinks he's trying, he's being helpful. Yeah, but. which is fine. Like, I'm, it's not a problem. Yeah. But I got to put him in at quarterback last week. Yeah. And so, like, putting him in at quarterback was fun because... Then when he comes back to the huddle, yeah. now everybody else is saying to him, yeah. hey, I, I was, was open. open. I was open. I was open. Did you see me? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, there's a lot going on. So it's been, it's been fun. Um, I, I hope there's a different coach next year. So I don't necessarily feel like I want to coach it. One of the interesting things about this year is they have a 17U flag football team. Yes. There were not enough kids that came out for 17U. So therefore they made our 15U team. And like we signed up for 13U. Correct. Because our kids are 13 and under. And there weren't enough 13U and there weren't enough 17U in the league. So they just called it 15U and averaged it out. So that means we have four 17-year-olds on our team <laughs> and four 12 and 13-year-olds on the team. Yeah. And then the other teams have a, a variation of that as well. Right. And so that's been, that's been probably the most frustrating part about it is that, I mean, if you're going to put a kid at quarterback and you have a six-foot-two kid yeah. who's outrunning the defense, like the quarterback is going to throw it to the largest kid. Right. That is the most open. Yeah. And, like, they're playing against the, the defense is in that space too. So it's been... It's been great. It's been challenging. Um, it's been fun. Uh, I think the boys have really enjoyed it. I've, I've liked coaching them. I don't know that I want to be a coach, uh, but I think it's been good. We've, um, we've had some good games. We've had some tough games. Yeah. But we play doubleheaders every Tuesday or every Saturday. Yeah, we're coming up to the championship this weekend. Yeah, so championship tournament. How we look and coach, like what, no what idea. we expect, like what? One, of, one of the now? teams has like a D1 they, they football have, roster. One of the teams has mostly 17 and 15 year olds. Yes. And two little, two littles yep. is what you would call like the 12 and 13s. Yep. And then one team is more mixed like ours. We are, we're probably the most mixed. So we're, we're like, we're like four and four. Yeah. And then there is another team that has like 
one. One. 17-year-old. Yes, and then mostly 12, 13, 14-year-olds probably. Yep. So it's it's been interesting. Mm-hmm. But we're coming up to the championship, so like we're we're in the three seed. There's only three teams. So yep, we're, we're the worst team in, in our division. We're actually technically tied, I think, with the other team, but I don't know why we got placed in three points. So it's points scored against you. Got it. And so, see, there is a reason. I don't know why. Yeah. So we're yep, we're the worst, um, and then yeah, so we play against the two seed on Saturday, and then if we win that, we go to the championship. We play the one seed. Yeah. Yeah. So. What, what can we expect? We can't expect anything. There are no expectations. This, this will be the first week that we have, will have, have our whole team there. Cross your fingers. Like, there's been, we've been injury-stricken, pretty much. I mean, true. somebody rolled their ankle in basketball and couldn't come for a couple weeks, and then somebody ripped their big toenail off mm-hmm. right before the game yeah. happened, and he couldn't come and track meets and go into the cabin and that kind of stuff. It just, it just happens. But uh, I don't know. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about our chances to win. Okay. Game one. Yeah. And so I think that we, if we have all of our players, I think we'll be able to win that game. Um, and then the, the second game, we'll see. I mean, the second game is against the 8-0. Like, they're undefeated. They've mercy ruled um, both know. of us every week, pretty much. Well, I think, I think they've only mercy ruled us once. Yeah. But it's been... So, we'll it's see. It's still been painful. Yeah. But it's been fun. I think, uh, I think what it's taught me is, like... Even like inside of the the idea of like watching our boys respond, like the great thing is, is like these seventeen year old boys are just like amazing to our kids. Yeah. Like to the little boys, like high fives, good pass, good catch, good try. We played hard, good practice. Like they're they're really really great. Um, and I think so. Oftentimes we just hear about like the toxicity of mm-hmm. sports, um, and like just how toxic it is in like masculine culture and football and like whatever and so like that has not been my experience and I've been pleasantly surprised at the way that it's gone and um the parents I mean I think flag football is not is is up and coming but it's also not like super cutthroat like you're not dealing with like super aggressive like this is my identity um stuff and so which is nice because I would not handle parents yelling at me very well I would legitimately hand them the clipboard and tell them to go ahead. Like, <laughs> I would have no problem. Because it's a job you didn't want. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, I didn't want to do this in the first place. Yeah. I literally did it so that there could be a team. So right. the fact that you didn't, like, step up means that you now get to shut up. Right. Yeah. I'd literally hand them the clipboard and the erase marker, and I'd go and I'd sit on the sideline, and I'd go get a Starbucks and sit there and just lob yeah. my ideas. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not bitter, so... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They, they've been great. Everybody's been everybody's been really, really helpful and encouraging and good for the kids. And yeah. so, what I'll say to everybody's like, hey, if you're uh, if you're looking for something to do, it's been really good for our boys. Like, it's been really fun for me to be able to talk through that with them and add that extra level of yeah. connection. And so, like, if you're looking for something to do, get well, involved in something your kids are doing. Yeah, and I think when I was looking at, okay, they didn't have a coach. What was that going to be like? You know, like felt like it would be a painful six weeks of flag football, you know, without a coach, without just showing up and whatever, putting it together, it would be kind of a disaster. I, the thing I told you over and over again was that, yeah, you might not know anything about coaching football, but you know how to lead people. And that's what this is. So yeah, I let them right to third place, last place. Yeah. But I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's been, but it's more about like making a community of people and like, yeah. 
leading them together. And, like, I feel like you've done that. Like, our team, like, they all, yeah, the older boys could show up and be like, gosh, this sucks. Like, look at these tiny kids on our team. But yeah. they don't. They're, like, kind and, like, they respond well and they they respect you. Like, they still call you coach and they they talk to you. And, like, you know, so I think that it goes to show that, like, even if you don't maybe have the knowledge that you think you need, like, you can show up and you can still lead yeah i think that i think that coaching model is is probably something that's been really helpful for me is like when you have the ability to 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 get in the game and to participate you naturally stop coaching Hmm. so like if i could get in the game yeah like when they're down like who wouldn't put me in at quarterback like i can hit the receivers i can pick the 14 year old kids apart you know, so like when the chips were down as a coach, if I could get in the game, I would want to do that to make it succeed. Yeah. And like, I think so oftentimes for me, that expresses itself in the organizations that I'm a part of. Mm. It's like, like to be reminded that like, as the coach, as the leader, like remind yourself that like, you shouldn't jump in the game. Mm. Like, don't always like jump in the game. And that is like, that's probably like a right turn at the end of this episode. But like, that's genuinely been something that I've been like processing, thinking through is like, it's like, I think I might be, cause I think our team would have been worse off yeah. long term if I would have jumped in and helped and like tried to play in the game. Obviously that's not even possible. Right. And I think it's similar in organizations. I think that like when stuff gets hard, like I naturally want to jump in and like take care of the problem and solve the problem and fix things. And like, there's a time for that, but like, I do also think that there's a time just to like take the loss yeah. to let things like fall apart a little bit and say like, okay, well this didn't work. Mm-hmm. And so like, then we can learn from that because failure isn't fatal. Like failure isn't the final thing. Like yeah. failure is something that can teach us how to go forward. And so to watch my boys fail and to teach them, they were like devastated week one. Yeah. Like they, like they thought we were going to win all the games. Yeah, Cause they came off of a flag football season last year where they won a lot. Yep. Yeah, like every game they played, they won. Yep, they were the, they were the team that was undefeated. Yeah, and so like to you know watch them fail and to walk them through that and to process through like, hey, all you got to worry about is giving it your best, and when you give it your best, if yeah. their best was better than your best, then we walk home, we walk away with our heads held high. Yeah, if we didn't give it our all, and we kind of laid down and they beat us, like that's on us. Yeah, and so all we can do is give it our best, and so. I feel like being a Vikings fan your whole life has prepared you for this moment. I've been ready. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm well versed in disappointment. Yeah. In the in the football sp- spectrum, but um, yeah, it's been fun. And so I just say, like, if you're looking for something fun to do, get involved in something that your your friends are doing and your family's doing. I'm thinking about starting like flag football for adults group because I think it would be super fun to get like a four on four guys flag football tournament going. Can you imagine that? Get a bunch of dads out there. I think that's what they should do for the tournament. Is all the parents have to play flag football for the tournament after the at the end of the season? I think it'd be incredible. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I would love to throw you some passes. It'd be really fun. So, but yeah, that's uh, that's something that's in, involved in our life and a part of our equation and a part of where we're at right now. And so, yeah. thought we'd just uh, take a little fun moment and just share that that's part of our community and part of our life. And go loons. Go you know? go loons. There's a group of moms who every time the loons score, they. They blow on duck calls. Duck calls. It's the closest thing to a loon call that could be found. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to know like the expanse of my influence, I get the guys together at the end of the games and I put our hands in on the count of three. We yell loons and then, <laughs> and the high school boys are not in to the. <laughs> they're not into that. They look at me cross-eyed and roll their eyes a little bit. 
but I can I continue to do it because it's just kind of who I am. So I'm hoping that they end up doing it after we win the tournament this weekend. Gosh, so we'll just have to do a check in and see how it goes. Yeah. You know, see what the championship looks like. See if they did the loon call. Yeah. All the things like there's just a lot of things hanging after this episode. Yeah. I hope you're feeling it. I know. Can you? Are you guys like cutting the tension with a knife right now? Oof. Yeah. No. I'm sorry to leave you guys on a cliffhanger. We will report back in the future. Ugh. Yeah. Look forward to it. So. You're welcome. Happy Thursday. <laughs> we will report back on how the loons are. If you think about it, you know, throw up a little loons prayer for us. We'll see how it goes. So have an amazing day. And uh, as always, let us know if there's anything you need. We'd love to, to help you on your journey uh, towards furthering your community and purpose. Have an awesome day. We'll see you soon. See you.